Hey everybody, welcome to the Midweek Refresher. Today's refresher is going to be a little bit different. We've just started a new series on practicing faith, specifically on the practice of reading the Bible. And I've had a chance to talk to some people, and what I hear from a number of people is that reading the Bible regularly is difficult. Having a consistent practice is just difficult in our lives. And for some of us, there's been some guilt associated with that. There's been some some shame, some frustration. Maybe we've even given up. Um, for others, I think there's we're not quite sure how to start. And so, you know, maybe you've come from a background where the Bible wasn't a part of your life. And so thinking about trying to read the Bible regularly for formation instead of information, I say those words and you hear those words, but they don't really stick and you're not sure how to start. Maybe you've come from a... a kind of an upbringing where the Bible was really, really a part of, you know, everything. And, and maybe it was even a legal, little bit legalistic. And, you know, you read it primarily for information. You had to regurgitate it. You had to know it. And, you know, how do I trans, you know, transform myself into someone who reads it for formation? And when you hear that, you think, I'm not sure. And, it, and for a lot of us, I think that the, the idea of doing anything regularly is intimidating. Um, you know, we've all done exercise routines. We've all done diets. We've done stuff that we've tried to do regularly. And for one reason or another, eventually we fall off the wagon, right? Um, and this is really a life skill. You know, this is more like just eating than it is like, you know, <laughs> uh, dieting. This is something that we like breathing that should become a, a, a reflex, a muscle reflex where we, we learn to be in God's word on a regular basis, but it takes a while to get there. I'm certainly not there, you know, um, every day that I read the Bible, it's, there's always a decision to be made, you know? And so what I want to do today, um, is give you a starting point. So if you're, if you're someone, you know, it's like, I've only ever read it for information. I've, I've only ever read it because like people made me read it or I don't want to read it because people have always made me read it or I'm brand new to this and I don't know what to do. It's intimidating. You know, I read those parts and it's like so and so begat so and so get begat so and so or, you know, this thing measured 5,000 cubits and, and why do you really want me to read this Christian? So I want to give you just a starting point. And uh, this, again, this midweek refresher is going to be a little bit longer than my normal three minutes, but I want to give you a few pointers and hopefully this is helpful. That's my goal for you. So if you're driving in your car right now or you're sitting at home watching this or whatever, I hope this next three or four minutes is something that can help you get started. So the first thing I would say is let yourself be um, okay with where you are. Okay. So be patient with yourself and have grace for yourself. Be patient with this. This is you're not going to get from A to Z, right? We're all going to take the next step. So be patient with yourself. Um, guilt and shame are not motivators, okay? They're not, that's not the motivators of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God's motivators are kindness and love and grace. And so allow your heart to be drawn by God um, and not forced by your own sense of needing to perform. God's already accepted you. He already loves you. Um, you no amount of reading the Bible is going to change that either way. Okay, so allow yourself to start at a place. I, I'm fully accepted. I'm fully loved. Be patient with yourself. Have grace for yourself. Start at that place. Don't start at a place of like schooling where I need to master this. I need to perform. Um, that's really not going to last you in the long run. Uh, and you don't have to expect that you're going to understand everything. You know, reading the Bible um, is a lot like doing this puzzle. So I'm sitting here at a table. We're doing other puzzles as a family. I've got these puzzle pieces here. You know, I like doing puzzles. 
but I go through seasons of that, you know, when, as I'm sitting here, there are times where all of a sudden 10 pieces just come together and it makes sense. And it's like, yes. And then there are times where like, I pulled these pieces out the first day. I thought I'll tackle this blue and white section. I have yet to figure it out and it's just sitting there, but that's okay. I haven't thrown the puzzle away because these didn't fit right now. All right. I just, I set them aside. They're there. They exist still. I'm aware of them, but they didn't make sense to me yet. Maybe I need to do more of the puzzle and then come back to it and find the place where these puzzle pieces fit. So as you're reading the Bible, things like that will happen. You'll hit some spots where you're like, all these fit together easily. I get it. And then you'll hit some spots where you're like, I don't know. And that's okay. You know, you can just set that aside for later. And maybe as the puzzle comes together over years, those pieces will then fit in later in your, your, you know, journey, your spiritual journey. And so, um, how do I read the Bible for transformation? And I'm, I'm going to give you, uh, four R's. Okay. I made this up. I'm sure I stole it from someone. I don't remember reading it though. So relax, read, reflect, record. Got it? You're done. <laughs> okay. Relax, read, reflect, record. So the first thing for me is I need to relax. And, and it's a, it's not just like a spirit, uh, a physical thing. It's a spiritual thing. I, I need to quiet myself, even if it's for 30 seconds. And so I would say that it's, it's good for you to get somewhere alone. Now, if you have little kids, I know that's almost impossible, but it's, it's also worth it to lock yourself in your bedroom for five minutes to go on the deck for five minutes, you know? You don't have to start with this extraordinarily long amount of time. This can start small and start to grow roots, and over time it might grow, but but just let's just start with consistency over, um, you know, length. I really think five minutes a day versus a half hour once a week is gonna be more beneficial to our spiritual growth. And so, relax, I take some time, I, I quiet myself, um, I, I pray and thank God that he's already there with me. I invite him to speak to me and I just get into a place of reflection and just being quiet. I close my eyes for a little while. I, I don't talk. I don't, I try not to think about anything. What do you do with distractions? Immediately you will be beset by distractions. And so as distractions come, you just, you don't fight them. Okay. You acknowledge the distraction. You say, yes, there's that thought. I have that thought. And I'm going to set it aside and move on. You know, I actually do my quiet times with my computer, my devotions, and I have a sticky sheet open on my on my computer. And as a thought comes of a, a thing I need to do or an idea I don't want to forget, I just type it into my sheet real quick and move on. And then it's out. And that's okay. You can't feel, you don't feel guilty about it. If you get distracted, if you get sidetracked, you just say, okay, I'm back. You know, just beating yourself up and feeling bad about it is not going to get you anywhere. Okay. So relax. Spend some time in quiet, even if it's 30 seconds, invite the Holy Spirit to come, quiet your mind, quiet yourself, and then read. So read something small. I, I wouldn't start with something huge. And and there's so much to say here. If you're brand new to this, like where do you go to read the Bible? I personally read the Bible at BibleGateway.com. All this stuff can be found at our website at ourcitylight.org slash practicing dash faith. Okay. But I read at BibleGateway.com. If you're on your uh, device, I have the Version Bible app. That works great. You can also obviously have a physical Bible. Um, and I would say choosing a good translation makes a lot of sense too. So I read the, the New International Version, NIV. There's a lot of ones that are good. You can try a few, but if you, if you just want to get started, start there. It's an accurate translation and it's 
relatively easy and written in today's language. So I, I don't find it complicated to understand. Okay. I pretty much always read that and then I'll read other translations to add on to what I'm doing. But that's my, uh, that's my go-to. So that's just a, a place for you to start. Go to biblegateway.com and pick a book that makes sense. So don't, you know, my advice to you is, is start with a gospel like a, one of the stories of Jesus' life, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Mark's the shortest one. Um, or start with one of the letters that Paul wrote that are, you know, kind of the shorter ones that aren't super deep theological books, like um, Ephesians and Philippians and Colossians. Those are really good, lots of stuff in there that you can easily find, kind of low-hanging fruit to apply to your life. And then you can expand out from those over time, but you can always come back to them. You know, it's like doing a puzzle. Like a lot of times you do a puzzle, you put it away for a while, you come back and you want to do it again. And putting it together again is fulfilling. Again, I'm reading through Second Corinthians right now. I've read it many times in my life, but God is speaking to me. Um, so you read and you're asking the question, um, how is God speaking to me through this? Or what? What can I apply to my life through this? And, and I tend to read for quality versus quantity. So I don't sit down and read a chapter usually. I usually read five to ten verses. And I read it slowly. And I probably read it more than once. Because I don't know if you're like me. But when I read it one time, zoom, I didn't really read it. And so, um, you know, today I was reading in Second Corinthians. And to be honest, it was just like, this is really hard stuff to feel like I'm getting anything out of. But it's still good to read. And, and, you know, that's fine. Like sometimes you, you know, you have times where you read the Bible where it's just okay and it doesn't blow your mind away. It's, it's nothing to write home about. And that's fine. You just, you just kind of like, it's like eating a meal that's not like your favorite. You just like, oh, well, I needed to eat. That was good. Moving on. You can't be like, oh, you know, get frustrated. And this, you can go through seasons where every day it's just like, ah, that's okay. It's still good for you. You have to believe that that's still good for you. No one is like, man, I really feel like I'm, ha- I don't have my favorite cereal in the morning. And so I, you know, my life is just not the same. I'm probably going to die from starvation. No, like you're still eating something. It just might not be your favorite. That's, the, you know, that's why Jesus talked about the word of God is like the bread of life. We don't live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the father. And so when you're reading the Bible, you're just trusting that it's feeding your soul and your spirit. Taking time to yourself is good for you. Reflection is good for you. Okay, so read a, read one of the books of the Bible. One of the Bible is a library of books. Read some of the books that are easier to digest, that are easier to apply. Start there and major on those. That's what I do. I've been reading the Bible for over 30 years, and I still do that, okay? Go with short amounts. Look for something that either God is speaking to you, that jumps off the page, or that you can apply to your life. Um, today it was, you know, the ending of a verse for me that, um, that talked about when we, when Paul says something along the lines of when I, when I, when I talk or when I preach, it's, you know, I, I feel that I'm preaching to God or in, in before God. And it was just for me, I read, that was the last line in this little section I read. And I thought, oh, you know, that's a good reminder for me that when I talk in front of people, I need to remember that I have an audience of one, right? I'm doing this for God, not for people. I'm pleasing God, not pleasing people. And, and so that was it. As it might, you know, and so then you spend some time in reflection, relax, read, reflect. Don't just like read, get up and run, reflect, take some time with it to just like a couple minutes to think about it, to pray it. God, I pray that you would you know, help me to really remember that you're there with me when I'm preaching and to that, that I'm really living in obedience to you. And it's not about what people think about me. Like, that's just an example from what I read this morning. Spend some time reflecting on it 
reflecting how can that affect my how I live as a you know as a spouse as a friend as a parent as a coworker how can that affect how I handle my finances my speech how can that encourage me today you know today I also was writing the cultivate app for teenagers and I read a verse that talked about how our faith is expressed through love and I was just thinking man you know how I love people is an expression of my faith it's it's how my faith comes out and so those are just some examples of reflecting and then record if you want to. You don't have to. You could just relax, read, reflect, pray, go, you're done. I like to record. So I almost always write into my Google Drive just a couple thoughts. I write the verse I read and a couple thoughts that I felt got highlighted to me, maybe a prayer, just because I like to go back and read um, what God's been saying to me. So relax, read, reflect, record. You can do it. Pick something that's low-hanging fruit. Pick you know, Mark or John, I love John. It's a great book to read. Pick, you know, and, and as you read, if you come into puzzle pieces that just don't fit, don't freak out, move on. It's okay, set that aside for later. Keep going until you find a puzzle piece that works for you right now. That's okay. If you have some days where it's not amazing, that's okay. So remember what I said to start with, be patient with yourself, have grace, but get started. If you're someone who has started off, you know, in life where the Bible was like, this studious thing you had to memorize for school or church, allow yourself to discover it anew as the living word of God, that he wants to speak an encouragement to you each and every day, that he wants to speak some uh, some training into your life each and every day. And if you're brand new to the Bible, jump into the adventure and check it out. Stuff's going to be crazy. A lot of stuff's not going to make sense. But as you familiarize yourself with it, you will be amazed how Jesus draws near to you through the word of God. So that's my encouragement for you guys today. And also just a couple more thoughts, a couple of resources. If you're brand new to the word of God and you want some help, like understanding it and just getting a little bit in every day, download the Cultivate app. Our church funds this app. I write it every morning. It says it's for teens and young adults, but honestly, a lot of adults read it. That can be a great entry point for you. Download the Cultivate app. Um, there's books that you can read alongside. Like I know that one is called like Jesus is saying or Jesus, some, what, what is Jesus saying or something like that is like this little devotional book gives you a little bit every day. There's lots of good stuff. If you want help, reach out to me. I would love to help you. Okay. So that is it for this midweek refresher. It's a long one. I really, uh, and just praying for you guys, praying for all of us as we endeavor on this practice together. I'll see you on Sunday.